Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. 3.33 on a Tuesday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Kimbo and the Roots with you live from Studio Lumo SA. All thanks to our good friends at Hyundai and the great people at Balfour's who have been baking South Australians happy since 1853. Let's welcome the Roots. Party people! Roots, here he is. Roots, here he is. Hey. Roots. Hey, hello, Richie Roach. Hello, Kim. Are you better? Uh, look, I'm battling away. I'm getting there. Just uh, the odd cough attack. But, uh, yes, not the first person to have it. Won't be the last. Uh, busy show coming up, though, Roach. Looking it forward is. to today. Uh, four o'clock, we'll be joined by Jaron Leadett, who unfortunately received some bad news today. Delisted by the Saints. So the count is now at 106. There's been a few others, Essendon, Collingwood, including one player we know well in Calipolta. But yeah, Jared Lena, well, he got a year out of it. A year more than probably was first envisaged when he was cut by Port Adelaide. Yeah, and uh, look, we'll ask him. We won't yeah, uh, speak on his behalf, but uh, we know he was excited to be given that lifeline last year, even though it was a tad disruptive at the time. He was about to start a new job as a teacher. That's right, he was. Mm. So he's driving oh, through country New South Wales at the moment. So he's going to join us at four o'clock. We'll have a chat to him. Right. And uh, we don't know how much time he's had to think about this. I presume he's probably had a. Yeah, month. where would he want? Where would he want to? T- this is about the next phase of his life, isn't it? Mm. Because he's got or, the teaching aspect of it. Or there's your tall defender again, Roach at Port. Joking. Yeah, I don't think that happens no. twice. But I wouldn't. Well, you could still. You could still see him in a role at Alberton, though, couldn't you? They've still well, got St Kilda Footy Club. Some lists there. Yeah, James Gallagher said that he superseded all their expectations. Oh, so, so he would. A little bit rough to be delisted. He played some good footy off a poor preparation because he hadn't exactly. had a full pre, pre, uh, exactly. pre-season. We're live and interactive, 0427154166, if you want to have your say on all matters sport. That's at 4 o'clock at 4.35. Sarah Allen, All-Australian Defender, will join us. Big game this Friday evening, it's a 5.10 start at Unley Oval. So knock off work, go down there and support the girls. They take on the Cats. That's fourth v. fifth. Adelaide need to win that. And Who they... steps up as a leader in this group now? Because Chelsea Randall is not there for a fair while oh, because of that ankle. They're not short in that regard. But who steps up? Oh, Ebony Marinoff has. Oh, they're, good, they're good players. No doubt they step up in their performances as players, but leadership's... Well, a little bit of dancing with your words there, Roach. No, I think they have stood up as leaders. They've proved okay. that over a period of time. I don't think you can win three flags based on one player. No, but she is a immaculate leader, Chelsea Randall. Even to, you know, watch that in change rooms camera vision last week of her mm. 
work, I mean, she's working as a coach now, really, isn't she? I mean, she's yeah, well, got she that is. part of her CV. So that's why I don't, I don't underplay about the leadership role, Kim. Well, you can ask Sarah hmm. Allen that at 4.30. We're looking forward to that chat. Uh, and looking forward to the chat we're having at 4.45 today, Craig Randall the second. <laughs> it's a great story, isn't it? It is. And we're lucky still to have him, Kim, because after what happened with the Sixers beating the Phoenix Suns, as John Casey told us, there would be phone calls. Hmm. I'll be intrigued as to... Just how many NBA clubs said, oh, well. It's a very competitive talent pool, though, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is massive. It is, you know, I'm no basketball expert, but there'd be many player of that caliber playing in America in the collegiate system. I'd love to get the numbers again because I remember the NFL had to – the NFL had to virtually set up a school for high school players who went to college who then got into the NFL but only lasted a year – then were thrown out of the system and they had to set up this school to give them an education to exist mm. in life again. But the numbers were frightening, Kim, as to how many don't make it. So it would be the same well, it's, it's in the happened, NBA as yeah, well. And it happens with golf as well. Uh, having oh, yeah. lived through that, yeah. we're a number of personal friends that have yeah. been on the international circuit, but uh, you the don't make the cut, you don't the, make yeah, a living. You don't get a cent. That's right. That's critical there, isn't it? Yeah, if you don't, and they don't meet have certain sponsors. limits, you don't get a card. No, that's exactly right. Wow. Uh, he'll be a good chat as well. And then at five o'clock, we'll be heading to the Adelaide Oval. Where, Roach, it's day three with the Redbacks taking on Tasmania. Uh, we were in a world of pain around lunchtime, but we've dug in a bit. Yes, the tail has decided to wag. I'll just call that up. Oh, look, at, I hate the internet at times. when it, You know when it just jags on you? Well, why don't I just do it? No, Rich? here it is. South Australia, we know they made 227. Tasmania responded with 245. South Australia is now eight for 238, a lead of 220. Of course, they'd be at T now, wouldn't they? Mm. Yes, so... 220 is not quite enough with a day and a session, is it? Wouldn't have thought so. So what's the target that makes this interesting? 250. 250 certainly well, would. Yeah. We'll ask Chad. He's more qualified than us. All righty. As I said, we're oh, live no, and interactive. We've, we've also got to pay credit to Menenti, don't we? What a game he's having with the ball, the bat. Been a reasonable recruit. Oh, this has been a great return from him today. Yeah. and Ought he's, to talk uh, to Chad about him. He's uh, still in there at the moment. He's, what, about 80, isn't he? Yeah, I'm just... Like 73. 73 not out. 73 not out. Of 81 deliveries. That's amazing. Strike well, rate of not, 90. Point he's, not, he's not going He's not going to die wondering, is he, the way he's playing? Thinks it's a 50-over game, Rich. Uh, we're live and interactive. <laughs> it's as if they're short of time either. You can have your say, one three hundred seven three six seven three six if you want to have a chin wag. All right, let's go around the grounds. There's a bit to talk about, Rich, so we'll jump into it instead of us waffling on. Uh, the Ross Lyons situation. Oh, yes. Uh, will the prodigal son return? Isn't this interesting how clubs go about appointing coaches? So GWS went through a very long, silent process. Mm -hmm. Very long, very detailed, step-by-step step, reach Adam Kingsley. And I, I'm thrilled for Adam Kingsley because the work he's put in as an assistant coach working all his way through Richmond has been a great apprenticeship. So good luck to him at the Giants. Then we see Essendon put this panel together, work through it week after day after day after day, one person voting against the rest of the board, but Brad Scott emerges mm. after a whole heap of names. We know North Melbourne was... One candidate, and really, if, if you can land that candidate, you're not really looking much further, are you? It's Alistair Clarkson. But are we seeing St Kilda do the same thing? They've already chosen their man. They're just trying to see who else 
to put up against him uh, in, from a, in the a people, final vote? From the people I've spoken to in the last couple of days, it, it appears to be that way. There's been a little bit of noise about Luke Beveridge. He has a year to go at the Western Bulldogs. Has a touch of the Kenny Hinckley's and Gold Coast about it, doesn't it? Yeah, that certainly um, did happen. He's a very loyal man, Luke Beveridge. He has one year to go. But if all of a sudden St Kilda said, we'll give you five years, would that be enough to drag him out? I would have thought with everything that Luke stands for, mm. that would be a hard one to then live to. It's a, it, who was the last coach who went through a bit of that? And it, it backfired on them a bit. You know, when you talk loyalty to your club and then as soon as an opportunity went to go somewhere else, he, he grabbed it. I don't know, Roach. I'm, I'm not in your head. Back, trying to think back to some that have gone down that I'm, path. I'm sure there's been plenty. But Luke's interesting because he, it's not just, I mean, he does have a playing record at St Kilda, but he's also got a playing record at Footscray Western Bulldogs. So there's no... And you're leaving Mel- one and, home... And Melbourne. Yeah, well, we're talking about Western Bulldogs v Sydney, uh, St Kilda. It's not one that's got a bigger emotional pull than the other, does it? And we all get a bit cynical when we get a bit older. Is it just a smokescreen to throw up his name? Because really the one man they want is Ross Lyon. Well, he yep. met with the president and uh, Mitch Cleary, he's on to everything. He was out the front of the president's house <laughs> and he doorstopped Ross Lyon. Can we just ask you briefly uh, if you're interested? I know you've got commercial interest in the St Kilda job. I just had a, a meeting inside then, so yeah, it's um, it's a it's a it's um, it's a big step, isn't it? Have they offered you the job, Ross? Hey, no, we just had an initial discussion. It's fair to say you've got initial interest. Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't come and meet. <laughs> he plays it. He plays everyone on a break, doesn't he? Well, he hasn't wanted to go through the process before. Oh, he says, you know my resume, you know what I've done? And St Kilda would know it better than anyone else. Mm. Yes, and they say, is it still right that they're saying they can get this done in two weeks? When most clubs are saying it's a six-week process if you do it properly? Properly in the sense of psych testing, and Ross won't do psych testing, Mm. we know that. It does begin to look like as if they know the man they want, just like North Melbourne knew they wanted Alistair Clarkson. It was just a matter of, making sure that he wasn't picked off by the Giants. Wasn't certainly picked off by Essendon, was he? And he's league? got a few cheerleaders as well. Oh, Nick yeah, Revolt, Lee Montagna. Yeah. They want to put the band back together. There's taught that Brendan Goddard wants yes. to get back involved in some shape or form. And I well, it was a successful that program. that is if Ross is there. Yeah. It didn't get the ultimate success, but it was successful. Well, uh, Nicky Santo already involved in the women's program Correct. there. That's an interesting situation. Uh, Talking of interesting situations, before we go to a break, Roach, we've got a little bit of time. We spoke about Josh Walker yesterday when he was delisted just prior to us going on air from the North Melbourne Football Club. And I know he's been a little bit of a journeyman, but as a tall defender, he has a skill set. We were surprised, well, I was surprised Mm. that he was delisted and I had him down as someone that would get picked up again. Uh, He was on with Andy and Andy. Uh, Andy Ma and Andrew Gaze only a short time ago, and he's talking about a potential AFL lifeline. Uh, yeah, for, well, first of all, the, um, obviously North has picked up a couple of extra rookie spots uh, as part of that package in the AFL, so the possibility of maybe um, going down that avenue and, and staying on at North has been brought up. Oh, okay. Uh, won't, won't know uh, how that pans out for another month or so until after the draft, but that's a possibility at this stage, um, as well as, as you said, Managing to put the feelers out and, and see if there's, you know, any interest elsewhere out there. I, I still think uh, I can help a team that's either maybe in the in the finals window and looking to add a key position player or, or even a younger side that um, thinks some experience could be valuable. So he is a delisted player. He goes into the draft pool. You wouldn't expect him to be picked up in the national draft. Mm. That's pretty well for 
you tell them. Unless he really suits someone's needs. Well, they and, can, and they're down they the can, pecking order a little bit. Yeah, and then they hold – he's better chance for that to happen is in the preseason draft straight after. Mm-hmm. The but rookie but draft, if someone hasn't got access to him straight away and really wants him, they may use a, uh, a later draft pick. Very late, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if he he's really got, he's got, well, we'll see if, how many people come knocking. But he in, seems to have at least a safety net with North Melbourne mm. having extra spots. So we get, again, this set of delisted players who get cut at the moment and told by the clubs, oh, we're still keen to talk to you. That's happened at Collingwood. They cut three and one of them's been told we want to relist you after the process. That, who? The, um, Murley was the third one. That was there. He was told today by um, uh, Cooper Murley. He was told. So Jack Madgen and Caleb Poulter, who we yeah. know have been delisted. Yeah, I just want to check that you're on top of it. Cooper Rich. Murley was the one who's also been delisted, but there is a commitment to get him in the rookie draft. Yeah. So this is a bit like uh, and that commitment has yeah hasn't been given to Caleb Poulter at the moment. No, so where does he go? Well, we're going to try and get him on. We're going to put in a request and have a chat to him. He's a Woodville West Torrens boy. A few texts coming through. Roach, uh, hi, guys. Kimbo, hope you are recovering. Who's this from? Johnny Kay. Yes, Johnny, slowly getting there. Guys, I think the AFL Coaches Association has been very weak following the Saints' treatment of Ratton, letting the AFL force the financially supported clubs to only pay out coaches six months, Mm. basically rewards clubs with poor management. Just what uh, Klutz... Does this associate oh, – what – no, that's a typo, I think. Just what uh, – uh, clout, I think that would be. Does this association have – I'll be intrigued. Is that a fair point? Well, a coach association certainly can jump up and down, but the real power is with the AFL. And at a time when we talk about luxury taxes for overspending in your footy department, it might be time for the AFL to start looking at that because this has been, to be quite blunt, fiscally – Irresponsible by St Kilda. Massively. Yeah. Massively. And they are one of the clubs that has enormous debt. You've got a commitment and responsibility to a person's mental health as well. Yes. Uh, you yep. can say, oh, it's all very well he's to be been... saying you're getting the big bucks, you're being well rewarded, but you're still a human. Well, and he's had a hell of a life that things he's had to deal with privately. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, no, really poorly handled by the St Kilda Football Club. Hey, Rich, we'll go to a break now. We'll go to a break early because when we come back, we'll go through these the listings that have happened at St Kilda, Collingwood and Essendon today and then we'll take more of your texts on 0427154166. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. The 3.52 on a Tuesday afternoon. This is The Run Home. Thanks to Balfour's. The Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street. Redbacks all out, I can tell you, down at the Adelaide Oval in their second innings. Tasmania now needs uh. 235 to win. Well, yeah, Chad, Sayers, time. Chad Sayers will join us at uh, five o'clock. He's the guru. He thinks our bowling attack is very good. Oh, need to be. All right, we'll find out. Ben Manetti, 85 off 96 balls. Uh, he's been a superstar this game. Superb. Mightn't be enough. All right, uh, enough even. Where'd that A come from? Uh, let's quickly go through the delistings, Rich. We mentioned St Kilda. Yes. Jared Leanett will join us at four o'clock. He's gone at Collingwood. Take us through the delistings there. So, Caleb Polder and Jack 
I always get the D and the G transposed. Well, why don't you? Imagine. Do... Yes, beautiful. Right, sorry. As it's spelt. Yes, but I see them differently. The dyslexia, I'm sorry. Cooper Murley has Oh, don't also... make me feel bad. Have you got this dyslexia? You're a journalist yes. with dyslexia. Yes. Kim, you don't want me navigating, or you have actually had me navigating. Oh, I, you I don't have. want that. I, I have. You I don't have. want me. I, I say left when I'm pointing to the right. And you're geographically challenged. How have you got through life? Well, I've always had someone telling me where to go. Isn't it? Is, who's no, playing it just went over your head, that, didn't it? Yes, it, no, I heard it. I heard it. Uh, who, who's playing in the... Uh, World Cup game right now. Namibia. You got it right. And the Netherlands. It's taken uh, four years. Nah, it's really going to then. All right, let's get back to it. Jack Madgen, gone, disappointing. A friend yeah. of the show. We've uh, put out a call for Jack as well to get him on. Not sure if he'll come back to South Australia or not. Does he do the Hugh Greenwood sort of thing and instead of coming back to footy, go to basketball? Can he do that? Could he find... New love in sport by going back to basketball. When's Hugh Greenwood gone back to basketball? No, he did it reverse. Yeah, it was sorry. I thought I'd missed something when no, I was No, it's off. your hearing again. I'm. S- no, well, I thought I'd missed something. No, but, no, no. Uh, no. I said reverse of Hugh Greenwood. Okay, hearing. Okay. Yep. Uh, I may have tuned out. All right, let's, oh, keep, let, let's, let's keep moving. Jack Madgen, Caleb Poulter. And Cooper Murley gone at Collingwood, but Collingwood is saying Cooper Murley will be um, looked at in the AFL rookie draft. Okay, and about 30 minutes ago, Essendon delisted three players. Yes. Cody Brand, Braden mm. Ham, Alec Waterman, three gone. He had a good second life there. Yep. Yeah, he did. Played some good, good footy. All right, and uh, we heard during the news services that Australia has a new one-day international captain. Pat Cummings. Cummings. Yes, new one-day international captain, 29 years of age, and he's confirmed to lead Australia in the 50-over World Cup against... In India, isn't it? In India. How many one-day international captains has Australia had, Rooch? Well, since the very beginning. Yeah. What, since... Well, I wouldn't have no clue. How many have they had? Uh, 27. 27. Interesting, yeah, and he's become... Over how long a span? Uh, whenever it's seventies, wasn't it? Seventies. He's become the first fast bowler to lead Australia as captain. Now there was another bowler that led Australia. He filled in. Can you remember who that was in the late nineties? Ooh, late nineties. Everyone said he was a genius and he should have captained the one day side, but because he was a bit of a larrikin. Oh, not Shane. Yes, Shane now, did. Beloved so late Shane Warne. He's the only uh, other bowler. Um, and of course, David Actually, Warner. He would, have, he would have been a very wise captain too, because he knew how to move some things through the field. And he had a great cricket brain. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, point. It was uh, off the field where people in high power positions thought that maybe he wasn't the best look to be captain, and that was probably an oversight. Uh, David yes. Warner has not been considered given his lifetime leadership ban. Yep. It's still in place. Uh, Cricket Australia's board is considering a change to its code of conduct. So he got the gig ahead of people like Steve Smith, Alex Carey, Glenn Maxwell and Mitch Marsh. So we congratulate him here. A few texts uh, coming through. We're talking about Ross Lyon, if he gets back to coaching. Mm. This is from Ethel, from Ethelden. Ethel says, um, can't wait for Ruchi to cop a tirade of abuse from Ross Lyon after another ridiculous question. Has Ross ever given you the stare down? No, not the stare down. You never, no. He's never... You've never fired him up, pushed his buttons? Uh, challenge, but not had a massive burn on it. Which, which coach? Has any coach given you a spray at a press conference? Oh, there's been a few nudges, but the biggest spray ever, and hilarious one at it. Dean Laidley was coaching North Melbourne. Mm-hmm. 
he was filthy as uh, whatever the Docklands was called at that time. Came in with that look and just went at me that I had spent the whole week firing up the Crows to beat North Melbourne and that I barracked for the Crows. <laughs> I thought... This is ridiculous. He's very, very poorly researched. He was. He was. Oh, he got he got a reminder by Trevor Grant in the Sun the next day. Yeah. Then Dean rang me later in the day on the Monday. Oh, did he? Oh, so yes. what what did he say? Oh, that you know, coaches wound up after a game. Uh, thought that you know the Crows had been whipped into a fever about the way the media had worked them over the week. Um, said that he had been well informed during. The day that certainly wasn't from that side of football religion. Yeah, and just laughed it off in the end. Oh, no big deal. The Crows wouldn't have you, Roach. I know. Uh, um, so there's a little bit of Luke Beveridge and uh, Tom Morris about it. Oh, no. Not as bad as that, was it? Not as bad. No. Who was the didn't coach? It that... didn't cost me a job by being associated with the Adelaide Footy Club. Who was the coach that called you a ferret? Jack. And how Jack did that Car- come about? Do you know what? I'm trying to think. I think it must have been challenging. Because you two fell out, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens when you've got to, you know, you're not there to be cheerleaders, are no. you? So was this when he was at the power? Yes. Or at second Port year Magpies? No, second year of Port Adelaide in the AFL. Absolutely. So I vaguely remember, these aren't loaded questions, I vaguely remember that you, you were, because you're like a dog with a bone and you've got the advantage of writing an article every yes. day. Yes, And I don't we think did. you let go we did on go, that We one. did go to town on that one too, yeah. So what town. was the issue? I'd have to look back. Carb, yeah. rub it. Don't buy that one. I would have been. You were a port man through and through. You I fall probably, out with one of the, the legends of the club. challenging on selection or tactical stuff. So I don't. I can't remember all that. Well, you just let it fly, keep flying but down the river. you used to do the stats for Port Adelaide. Yes. And, and actually, you Jack brought me in with, for that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, look. But the, hey, happens in the best of families, Kim. Yeah, that's true. Did you ever sit down and work it out? Oh, we've sat down since. Yeah. He still has a bit of a nudge. That's his right. Uh, the, the Gary Ayres, wasn't there a, a drama with Gary Ayres one day? Uh, yeah, MCG, I reckon it was. Uh, walking into the, might have been a Friday night game. Walking in, Johnny Reed, you know what John Reed was like, his footy boss mm. there. Oh, right? yes, yes, John. Yeah. Kind of grabbed me just before, can you hang on afterwards? Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. I'm thinking, well, because the deadline had passed, we couldn't do anything with the press conference because they'd lost it with like, Anyway, it finishes. Everyone scurried out of the Melbourne press. And I'm sitting there waiting for John Reid to come in. And Gary Ayres didn't leave the room. It was just he and I. And all he did was stare at me. <laughs> now, it seemed like an eternity, kid. Because you're waiting for someone to say something. I wasn't going to say anything. I don't know why Gary was not saying anything, but he just stared at me. Then John Reid came in. Ayres left. So he just left. You two of you just sat there staring at each other. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. And what did Reidy do when he... I can't remember what he said to me when he came in. It reminds me of that Ronan Keating song. You say it best when you say nothing at all. Yes, there you all are. right, Jared Lena coming up next. Kimba on the reach with you on a Tuesday afternoon. Not a great day out there if you're a hay fever sufferer. We're here thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club's colours. Balfour's are for the game. Just quickly, we were talking about when one day international cricket started on the back of Pat Cummings being announced as the 27th captain. 1971. I thought it was early 70s. Started. Yeah, I'm Do you remember f- that? Windy's Australia final at Lords, wasn't it? First 
one-day World Cup final? No, I can't, Rich. We'll get back to it, though, because we're about to go to our next guest, all right? And he's in the middle of driving at the moment. He's in Lismore, heading up to Byron Bay, as you do. We had a chat to him 12 months ago when St Kilda picked him up after he was delisted by the power. And it was disappointing news today yes. for Jared Lean. And he joins us now. Jared, thanks for taking the call. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me again. I think um, this time last year I was on, on a road trip as well when you called me about Yes. From Ford as well, so. Well, let's um, hope this has the same yeah. ending, Jared. That you get a third lifeline in footy. Hopefully, mate. Yeah, that's what I'm after. I want to obviously keep the AFL dream alive for as long Good. as possible. So, yeah, hopefully. Well, from from where we sit, and I saw that there was a press statement released today by James Gallagher saying you exceeded all expectations. That makes it uh, as an ease the pain, really, does right. it? But you came off an interrupted <laughs> preseason. And uh, you played 11 games. You are unlucky a few times to get dropped from what we saw. Anyway, how did you think your year went? Um, I think, yeah, I probably think pretty similar to those sort of comments. So I really, firstly, just absolutely loved my time at the Saints. I thought it was yeah, a really good time and it was great to yeah, play 11 games and the majority of them will win. So there's a few really good times um, both on and off field when that stuff was sort of happening. But... Um, yeah, obviously disappointing for it to all be over, but yeah, I reflect on the year as being really good um, in regards to yeah, getting out there and playing some games and playing in some wins and yeah, contributing to the club and yeah, I suppose playing my role for the, for the team when I was out there most of the time as well. Do you think this decision was affected at all by the fact that Brett Ratton has been dismissed as the senior coach? Do you think it still would have happened if he was there? Uh, no, I think I've, I sort of found out um, that it was looking this way a couple of weeks ago when he okay. was still... Um, was to appoint it. I'm not sure whether um, yeah, what I don't, I don't know how that played out to be honest at all. To be honest, but yeah, I'm not sure that impacted the decision much. Probably just more so the fact that um, yeah, Nick Coffey was coming back from his from his knee injury and he was effectively oh, yeah. the guy I yep. replaced. And, yep. um, yeah, by the sounds of it, they want to get some get some younger guys some game time as well at the club. Which um, being a 28 year old player like I am probably fell into the wrong category in regards to them moving forward, I guess. Well, given you're not contractually bound to them anymore, uh, can you talk about Brett Ratton? What was he like as a coach? Because that blindsided everyone. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's the most caring man, the, the, probably, yeah, the most caring bloke I've ever met. He's such a genuine bloke and I was certainly, yeah, surprised when he when he was um, was sacked. I suppose that our back end of the year didn't, uh, didn't help him at all in regards to that the whole... Um, yeah, the decision that played out, but yeah, I suppose when you we gave him a two-year deal halfway through the year, and for it to finished up so quick, it was definitely a surprise because yeah, he's a great man. He cares a lot for his players, and and everyone loved him at the club. That's interesting when you talk about his care for players, Jared. Because when we spoke to Pete Ryan from the Age, we actually asked him on Friday what was the knock against Brett Ratton, and mm. strangely, it was that he had too much of this strong connection with the players probably wasn't stern enough with them. I mean, how how does that sort of sit with you, that he's a caring coach and yet he's then criticised for not being, you know, strong and, and demanding of the players? Uh, yeah, no, I disagree with that. I think he definitely was demanding of the players. We had a lot of harsh meetings during the year when we weren't going so flash, and he was definitely at the, at the front of that, giving some good feedback to, to players and stuff, so... Uh, I'm not sure who reported that, but from my experience, I, I disagree with, with that call, I'd say. So have you had a sniff from anyone yet? Uh, my manager called yesterday and with some OK news that the, there is a bit of a pulse potentially Good. for next year. Oh, so, great. 
that sort of keeps me alive a little bit more. I mean, um, yeah, I suppose I had to wait until about February last year before mm. any sort of news mm. came through with the Saints. And um, yeah, I must say I wasn't. Oh, sorry, when he said that there's four teams still keen or whatever, I was still I was a bit surprised a little bit. I was four. like, okay, that's great. I'm, uh, yeah, potentially, but that's still um, very all up in the air. I'm not sure sort of what the go is and that, but um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to whatever's next. I guess whether that's um, yeah, hopefully getting back onto a list and keeping the the AFL dream alive, which is what I want, or getting onto the next phase of my life, but. Um, yeah, I definitely want the want the new opportunity and um, yeah, to keep it all alive. Well, Port Adelaide still need a tall defender, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, Jared, let's hope Plan A works out. Plan B, as we learned from you last year, is about your teaching credentials. Where's that all sit mm. at the moment? Yeah, that's all sort of up in the air, I suppose, sort of. Locked in and I suppose ready to go in my in my mind in regards to that's the number one priority next year if I if it doesn't finish up if it if it all finishes up in the AFL um, yeah whether that will be in Victoria or South Australia I'm not sure just yet where that will will take place but um, yeah I still <laughs> I started that back in 2013 like I told you guys last year I think yeah. and um, yeah I'm definitely keen to to get that done. Um, but I'm happy to push it back another year if I get another year in the AFL, definitely. So, yeah. We hope you get another couple of years in the AFL because you're more than a reasonable player. Um, hypothetically, though, if it didn't happen, there would be uh, 10 Sandful, well, eight Sandful clubs here that would love to get their hands on you. But you're saying that you might <laughs> like to live in Victoria as well? Potentially, yeah. I suppose that's something myself and my girlfriend have got to work through. I mean, we only just got over to Victoria. Yeah, the sort of at the start of this year, and we really loved our time there. And I found out that moving house is absolute pain in the backside. Yeah. So, uh, and on top of that, I suppose, um, yeah, we, we've loved it in Victoria and everything that's sort of come with it. And we have to make our minds up whether we want to experience it for another 12 months over there, or or come back to SA, which will always be home. Like SA is always going to be home for for me and my girlfriend. So um, we'll be back eventually, whether that's in three weeks or three years or 12 months. We're not sure just yet, but um, I suppose just going to let the dust settle over the next few weeks and then make a call about where I'm going to be next year. Jared, we've counted up. We think it's 160 listings so far this year. Can you tell us and our listeners just what it is like to live on the edge as an AFL footballer? What, do, what are the consequences of these sort of decisions? Yeah, it's it's pretty... I'm, I'm considering myself a pretty laid-back bloke, but it's a pretty stressful and mm. uneasy time. I mean... We finished, when did we finish? About late August it would have been with the Saints. Obviously we didn't make finals or anything. So sort of had an exit interview on the Tuesday after that and got told to wait until yeah the end of trade period, which mm. only finished up um, last week. So, or, or not only the week before that, but yeah, nevertheless, a, a long time sort of just waiting. And lots of people asking you what's happening next year and you don't have an answer for them. You're not sure. <laughs> I don't know. So it's a bit uneasy. I mean, I've... I've got the mindset of you can only control sort of what you can control and I tried not to spend too much energy thinking about the future and all of that because I can't really control it. But, um, yeah, it does definitely wear you down, the sort of the uneasiness of, of what your life looks like you know, in, um, yeah, in the not-so-distant future. So you're heading up to Byron Bay at the moment. You're in Lismore, I'm, pre- I'm presuming. Uh, your partner's with you? She is, yeah. She's in the car right now. She's driving, putting in a good stint. So, oh, yeah. beautiful. Uh, how did you go, Jared, coming out of Victoria then with all the floods and whatever? 
Uh, no, so we sort of we've done a bit of a road trip from Sydney to Brisbane. So we flew okay. up to Sydney and got a hire car with a bit of discount through my girlfriend's work, which was a good result. And um, yeah, driving up to to Brisbane. Yeah, well, look, we appreciate you taking the call. We wish you all the very best. We were, well, from from afar, we were thinking you were going to be safe for at least a, another year. That hasn't proved to be the case. But if four clubs are interested, hopefully we're speaking to you again in February. Yes. <laughs> hopefully. Earlier. Yeah, no, no worries. We'll see what happens. Uh, take care, Jared. Yeah, right. uh, all the best and uh, have a great time in Byron. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There well, he that's is, great news. Four clubs. Hey. He has a skill set. He's got a lot to offer. He moves yep. well for a big man. you just got to get into that right environment. Life's all about timing, Rich. 28, that's not over the Still hill. Still young. And it's interesting. We said the same thing about Josh Walker, and it looks like he has opportunities now as well. Uh, big men, the big defenders, they're yes, rare. Very much so. He's not quite at the 200, but he's a lot more mobile than a lot that are at the 200. Mm, exactly. Now... Yesterday, when we were starting to go through that list, mm-hmm. Sydney Stack. Yep. Does the Tyson Stengel story help Sydney Stack? I think so. Yeah, I think so as well. Oh, Tyson Stengel shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone, though. Oh, I know he came in all Australian, yeah. but you look at the program that he was in. Exactly. Uh, you look at the form that he showed, glimpses at Richmond, and then what he did at Adelaide. And unfortunately, um, they were left without any choice. He'd had his three strikes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There was no doubting his ability. And the funny thing is, of all the sliding door moments, Richmond, Adelaide, Geelong probably was the place where he could get the best out of himself. Yeah, and I'd like to think... And no more chances either. Quentin Narkle should get another opportunity as well, and I think Callum Brown and Tyler Brown should as well. So there's a lot to unfold. We haven't even touched on Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Uh, We know that he's retired. He's got to get himself right, and he's a big... Fremantle or Essendon? Either club reach, uh, I know he has family over at Fremantle, but um, I know that he's spoken to Brad Scott, but he needs to get fit, needs to get really fit. He's 29, can't do it half-baked. Exactly. You? All right, we need to go to a break. It's uh, 4.30. Someone that's not half-baked, though, is the owner of the Sydney Kings, Paul Smith. And this is like showdown stuff. We touched on it yesterday, Rich. Oh, but it's he, good stuff. He is pre-promoting this game against the 36ers big time. We'll hear from him next. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Yes, and we're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai. The Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Don't panic. I've watched people run past Studio Lumo thinking they were going to be late for their buses and trains, Kim. Apparently I said it was 4.30 before the ad break. I don't know what I'm saying. It's uh, 4.19 and 32 seconds anyway. A few texts coming through after we spoke to Jared Lena. That's uh, big news. Four clubs showing some interest. Let's hope it becomes more than interest. Yeah, it comes to fruition, Roach. Exactly. Uh, a text has come through. Tell Jared I have a teaching position oh. available in NIL, oh. which is nicely placed between Adelaide and Melbourne, and the NIL Tigers would welcome him as well. <laughs> that is from KD of Horsham. Very clever. Couldn't be another KD out there, could there? Uh, oh, yeah, that's just reminded nice me play. of the yeah, reminded me of the late and great Kenny Dickon. He was another KD. He was a wonderful man. Uh, Very talented performer too. Very, very funny man. Yes. I remember, and I won't say what he used to do. He used to play golf with him up at Mount Barker. 
And? I I should say it on. Well, you'd stand there. You'd be in the middle of your swing. Ah. Uh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he used to do naughty things. He was oh, a very, okay. very funny man. Here's another text. Um, hey, hey, Roach, how come you're not harsh on Port under Hinkley like you were with Port under Williams? Oh, this is after you told that story. Because uh, I think they had very different, different tones. Mark's work at the end. It wasn't what Ken's work is today. And I mean about all of club stuff. I don't want to go back and no. trash over I, the I, old stuff about... I mean, Mark, Mark's... Look, we talk about intentions and execution. There's no doubt anything that Mark Williams wants to do is for the right intentions. Sometimes Definitely. Sometimes the executions can be... And look, Port was a difficult place from 2000... He could lack in diplomacy. Is that fair? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But the bigger, I'll put it on the, I'll put the cards right on the table, because I had this discussion with Mark at the time. The moment that Essendon put that five-year, five million dollar contract, Port Adelaide should have been well aware that that was the end. They should just let him go to fulfil his dream, which was to coach a big Victorian club. Mm. It all went downhill from that point on. And you know what happened in the 07 Grand Final? We don't need to go through all that. And the the damage was done after that. And it would have been best if, if. Horsberg and Bolton, instead of having that blue at the All-Australian dinner about you keep your hands off Williams or we'll take you to court, that was Port's attitude, mm. just said, look, let's just let this play out to the end and see what's in the best interest of around them. What would have been in the best interest would have been letting Mark go to Essendon. You need to write a book, Rooch. Uh, here's a text. We were talking about uh, the 27th One Day International Captain, which yep. is now Pat Cummings. Pat Cummings. All right. Um so we worked out the first Australian one-day international teams, 1971. 71, yes. And the, the, here's the first fast bowler. Yeah. Okay. And that yeah. Shane Warren was, was the only other bowler. other bowler in the 90s. Well, this text has come through from Mark from Paralawi. I might dispute this. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Graham Yallop, Captain Australia, and he was a bowler in the 80s. Now, Graham Yallop uh, was a batsman. Yeah, because you know He was what? a batsman. I'm sorry, Mark. He was a batsman. Because you could do Greg Chappell was a batsman bowler too, couldn't you? No, yeah, Greg Chappell was a batsman. They yeah, but I mean, yeah, but, yeah, who could bowl? That's my point. Yeah, they, yeah. Yallop was a batsman who could bowl. Yeah, if Chappell you, def- was if a you define what Graham Yallop was, he was a batsman. Batsman first. Same. So appreciate that though, Mark. Uh, happy to debate it if you want. Um, we were talking about the game that's coming up on Friday night, the 36ers taking on the Sydney Kings. So who are top at the moment? They are four and one. Uh, John Casey spoke about it yesterday. Yes. Paul Smith, their owner, he doesn't mind having a bit to say to stir the pot. I'd say this game to be an absolute sellout. Well, he's been ripping into Adelaide all week. He, he was on the Big Sport Breakfast Show and he unloaded again. These Adelaide thirty six mate, they dead set think they're the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> they are talking themselves up so hard. Look, we're scared. We're, look, I can assure you, we're frightened. We can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm that nervous, and I'm glad we've, we've seen them. Recover a little bit from their trip to the states because I'd hate to have played them and kicked their kicked their asses. We'll chat to Craig Randall about that. Craig Randall the uh, second when he joins us at around four fifty today. That's what sporting rivalry is about, isn't it? Yeah, that's tongue in cheek. A little bit of pre promotion. I'm still not happy about your mob breach and the arrogant and the entitled line. They're only speaking it the way they no, see. I don't it. think that's a great example to kids to carry on like that, Roach. I've become. What? I've become. No, woke. it's never good to be arrogant and entitled. And the sooner people stop being arrogant and entitled, the better, Kim. No, Roach. No, you're <laughs> as bad. Yeah, there you go again. No wonder well, people throw some rocks. Fun no wonder people it. throw rocks at you. Uh, let's go to a break, uh, and then we'll get to your texts again shortly.
A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 29, we're live from Studio Lumo USA. We've already had a chat to Jared Lena. You can catch that on our podcast. Sarah Allen coming up after the 4.30 news. Craig Randall from the Adelaide 36ers. Craig Randall the second uh, coming up at around 4.50. And Chad Sayers at uh, 5 o'clock live from the Adelaide Oval. Text coming through. Louie, you've got to let it go. It would have been in Port's best interest to let Hinkley go to the Gold Coast in 2017 too before he bent us over for another five more failed years. Oh, Louie, hang in there. You might win three flags in a row. That's a tough one. Hey, we mentioned about uh, Pat Cummings being announced as the one-day international captain. He was on with Jared Waitley earlier today. This is what he said excites him about the role. Well, I think the World Cup, uh, you know, just around the corner. Um, you know, those big tournaments leave significant... Um, yeah, they're significant parts of anyone's career and, um, yeah, I've been part of two of them. So I think building towards any campaign is really exciting. And um, I think as well, you know, looking around the team, we've got some some um, significant leaders around there that uh, I can uh, certainly bounce off. Certainly held in high regard. A Mrs. Betts from McGillis sent through a text. She wasn't going to correspond no, anymore after thought, the book, was she? Yeah, after the book. There's an epilogue. Um she says, uh, G'day, Mrs. Betts. Um, boys, Stengel at Geelong has less to do with Geelong and more to do with them hiring Eddie so he and I could babysit <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's still a smart club to have made that call, isn't it? Yes, it's well, I think everyone I could identify his uh, talent. Will Jimmy Rowe be given an opportunity? Does he have the same skill set as Tyson Stengel? He's uh, got a great footy IQ, uh, young Jimmy. It's just that lack of leg speed. I'm not sure if there's a club there. You say yeah, when you say lack of leg speed, that does echo in a lot of recruiting offices, doesn't it? Well, it does. And uh, you were talking about Western Bulldogs being interested. Well, they've got Cody Waitman. Yeah. Whether they could have another small forward without that leg speed. Uh, I'm a softy, Roach. I like everyone to get another chance, a second chance. Agreed. So f- fingers crossed for young Jimmy. Uh, right, time to go to the news. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.